Welcome to the Breathing Deeply Meditation Podcast. In this podcast, you'll hear Dharma Talks and Meditations as given by Breathing Deeply founder Brant Pasalakwa. The recordings are taken directly from our meditation training program. If you're interested in learning more about how you can become a part of our meditation community, which includes trainings, as well as a meditation mentor certification, please visit our website at breathingdeeply.com. For now, here's Brant. Today, I've entitled this uh, Retreat Discipline and Surrender, um, which are two uh, concepts that work together and are important on their own. Um, if you if you study yoga, tantra, meditation traditions, um, it, it becomes really clear um, that discipline is an important piece of it. Um, we must strive if we want to get anywhere, which of course is always a little confusing because then people keep telling you to surrender, which we'll get to in a minute. But there's this piece of it where you have to do something and you have to be focused. Um, in the Yoga Sutras, um, it's put this way, it practices the continuous struggle to stay established in the state of the true self. And they sort of like throw in like continuous and struggle. Um, and then it says that practice, practice is firmly grounded when it is pursued incessantly with reverence for a long time. So that long time piece, you know, for a lot of people, uh, including myself, I'm like, I don't know. I'm not quite sure I want to do this for a long time. It's a little scary. Uh, and it's asking something of us. Um, and then if you look at more tantric traditions, uh, they do a, they do a similar thing. Um, one of the texts we've been looking at slowly is the Spandarakita. And in that text, uh, it talks about how the same energies that can liberate you uh, can bind you. Uh, in this world, if if you don't have the right perspective and sort of proper orientation and discipline in your practice. Um, and the little bit out of there that I think is useful is this one. Just as an object that escapes attention is more clearly perceived when we make the effort to see it better from all angles. So the supreme sacred tremor appears to the tantrika when she strives towards it. In this way, everything is in tune with the essence of her true nature, which is basically saying, um, if you don't strive towards it and use your practice to look at yourself from all angles, you're, you're going to have a little uh, trouble expanding in your meditation practice. So we must direct our mind in some way. Um, and that practice itself is discipline. And I, I think the issue with the word discipline is probably because the way we've grown up and heard it in other contexts, it doesn't sound very fun. Um, and for a lot of us, that is a little off-putting, I think, at times. Um, and sometimes we might feel like it's not something we really want to be immersed in. Like, it's more like something we want to get through. Like, I'm going to have the discipline. I'm going to get this thing. Um, 
but I look at it slightly differently. Um, discipline is more the willingness to um, maintain our perspective that we've gotten either through texts or teachers or, or meditating itself. So it's more the idea that, that we are in a sort of constant state of reminding ourselves of what we want. Um, it's not the same thing as doing things we don't want to do. It's, it's, it's actually the complete opposite. Um, it's the constant remembrance to do, to remind ourselves to do what we actually want to do. So I, I think if we kind of frame it in that way, it's a little easier to have discipline because you're like, right, this is what I actually want. <laughs> I actually want to know myself. I actually I actually want that. I actually want to be mindful and be more in the present and remember, right, what is truly important. And when we do that, we have the ability to surrender. So without the discipline, the surrender doesn't really come. And remember that the discipline is actually more of a remembrance. And then we have the ability to surrender. The sutras have a real, I like the yoga sutras mostly because it's so concise. So 123 says the end of spiritual practice is only obtained by surrendering. It's like pretty clear. <laughs> it doesn't leave a lot to interpretation. So you're like, okay, I guess I should do that surrender thing. Um, and the Spandarakita, it's a little more, uh, poetic and to me kind of brings it home a little more with his only support, the recognition of the heart, the tantrika is in harmony with the world. So surrender comes by guiding our minds towards truth. So there's lots of ways that's talked about some in that last thing from the Spandarakita, it's like knowing yourself, like knowing your own heart is a way to get to that truth. Truth is the present. Truth is the oneness of all things, and especially our ability to see the interconnectedness of things. So to surrender we need enough orientation and discipline to remember that we're kind of moving in that direction of oneness. And to feel that surrender, um, we need to find or feel or know ourselves at our very core. So in yoga, this is usually expressed in two ways. And you'll hear this all the time, knowing who we truly are or finding our heart. Those are like the, the greatest hits of how yoga likes to like talk about surrender. So we meditate to do this and we meditate to know ourselves. We meditate to find our heart. We meditate to find ourselves at our core. And the only way to do this is to constantly help the mind orient towards what it actually wants. 
So today we're going to work on that. We're always working on that if we're meditators. But today we're going to work on that by, by doing three meditations uh, from our course. Um, I want to talk about them just a little bit before we begin. So the first one is the Bisha monster in the course. Uh, and if you've done it, it's Om Hrim Krim Namaha. It's, it's a chanting that you then move internal. So it becomes more japa. And the reason I picked that one to start with is that practice is a form of discipline. You're, you're disciplining your mind to move its attention internally towards what it wants. And you're using the technique of chanting and uh, japa to make that easier. And if you don't remember anything I said today, just remember this one thing. The whole thing with discipline is making it easier on yourself. Doesn't mean you don't do it, but you always want to make it easier on yourself. You have always have two choices, the harder way or the easier way. And so we are going to take the easier way every time we can. <laughs> Doesn't mean it's always easy, but we, we try to do that to make uh, our, it moves our practice along quicker and it makes it more pleasant. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. So, so today we're going to start with that. And that's going to kind of entrain our mind. And with any luck, this may or may not happen for you because everyone's experience is different. But with any luck, that practice will kind of suck your mind into paying attention to what you want it to. And then our second practice is, is going to be a uh, a practice that in a couple traditions is just a standalone practice. It's all people do. Um, in this course, we call it Who Am I? Um, and the reason we're doing that is twofold. Um, one, it actually disciplines the mind to leave some of our arising thoughts alone. So when you keep asking yourself the same question and kind of detach from the answer over and over again, the mind gets used to not reacting to its own kind of vrittis, its own thought processes. So that's important. And the other part of that practice is that through that, it allows our mind to be much more receptive and spacious. And that is the only state in which the mind can actually know itself. Or another way you might say it in yoga is to know the heart. So we'll be doing that practice. And then we'll do a surrender practice uh, that's a yoga nidra focused on ananda. And that practice, um, sort of the, the ultimate surrender practice in a way, because what we're asking ourselves to do is move our attention internal, no matter what our experience there is. So... We find our heart space, but for all of us, that's going to feel a little bit different and internalized. And our job is just to hang out and be there. Um, so hopefully with those in succession, that's, you know, where we'll end up. Any individual practice can go any way. Um, you know, we could find ourselves blissed out. We could find ourselves agitated. 
we could find ourselves happy or sad. Um, and so the final thing I'd like to say is whenever you're meditating, just remember that the real goal is to know yourself and to experience yourself fully, whatever that might be. And the good news with that is that that means you cannot fail. <laughs> as long as you're here, it's working. <laughs> so that's what we're going to do today. As you situate yourself, let's close our eyes. It's, you're always welcome to ignore any instructions I give. I should say that before I tell you what to do. Um, it's your own adventure. So these are just suggestions. But if you'd like to, close your eyes. Sometimes a soft gaze is nice too, but I, I wouldn't stare at the screen. to feel your own breath. With that breath, you might begin to feel your body. Maybe even how the breath affects your body as you breathe in and out without modifying it in any particular way. So this practice has several component parts. For those of you who know it, you can add all of them in. And if you're new to this practice, what we're going to do is uh, we're going to chant the words Om Aim Kreem Kreem Namaha. And if you can, uh, if you're new to it, keep your, uh, your voice and your attention more in the lower part of your body. So anywhere from your pelvis to your sternum. If you know the, the details of the practice, you can move through your lower chakras with the Om indicating your entire body and then aim the pelvic floor, cream, second chakra, cream third, and namaha is a red or yellow triangle pointing down. If you don't know that, that's perfectly fine. We'll chant it together for a few minutes. You can chant out loud where you are. If that's distracting for you, you can simply chant it in your mind. And after a few minutes or so, we're going to repeat the same process in our mind. We're going to stop chanting. So we're going to say, Om, Aim, Reem, Kreem, Namaha, and use that to ground our mind in the lower parts of our body, of our torso. So I'll begin and you can join in whenever you're ready.
distracted, you could come back to chanting out loud.
begin to deepen your breathing. state into a more awake external state. And as you're ready, you can begin to slowly open your eyes. They take another deep breath or two. Thanks for listening. If you're enjoying this podcast, please consider subscribing, leaving a positive review, or sharing it with friends. Visit breathingdeeply.com to find out how to listen to the rest of this retreat and for more information about our meditation programs.